2: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per
1: line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
0: You're listening to the Dana and Parks Podcast on KMBZ.
3: Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Man, that uh, extended weekend went by kind of fast. Did it? It didn't for you? Oh, yeah, I mean, they all do,
1: I guess. Whenever you get time off, like Sam was saying, I mean, 11 days might be pushing it a tad. You might start getting the itch to come back. But, yeah, four days, uh, it does not take long, seemingly.
2: Yeah, it's amazing I got here and I wanted to go home. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. that only took 11 minutes. It was, was like, all right, I'm done.
3: That was not a beer, by the way, that I just opened in the background. No, that's a grape soda. It is. It's a black, cher- black oh, cherry. Oh, black cherry, I'm sorry. Black cherry from Clear American. I have not uh I have not tried clear American so you, uh, well, high you, quality uh, stuff well it, <laughs> it is. Uh I was introduced to this in the clink. Ah, okay. And so when you're in the clink, and that music's still playing. I ain't paying for it, bro. Um <laughs> so they give you like four things to drink when you're in the clink. All right. All the coffee you can handle. All right. Yeah. All the water you can handle, Gatorade, and clear American soda. Clear American. You can get this at Walmart. Okay. And my two favorites were coconut pineapple. Ooh. All right. Which kind of like tastes like a pina colada without the alcohol in it. Yeah. And black cherry. I love the black cherry. I do love Delicious. black
1: cherry soda. I've, I've not had. You know, it's funny. As much as I love that stuff, I don't know that I've had like a fruit-flavored soda in forever. Um, now I can't do, you know, carbonated stuff for at least another couple of months. But um, How's that going, by the way? Fine. You look great. Oh, thank you uh yeah i mean i switched you'll you'll be you'll be happy about this sam it's my qt cup here yeah it is is full of this is the the one that's on every soda machine all the way over at the right it's the peach uh, white iced tea white peach tea yeah because uh no sugar and i get my antioxidants don't you know well very important so gotta have because i got way too many oxidants and so, so I, I need, need to something to some go in and in in do, do some combat. Yeah, yeah. keep get that cup,
2: it. get that refill, price baby.
3: <laughs> how, how far, oh yeah, how far down do you want to go?
2: That's, you, that's where are you That's, you're that's a two, line
3: two, to one of the songs that's on my list. You're uh, at 210, right? Yeah,
1: 210 now, and I'm hoping to get to. I, I wanted to lose 100 pounds, so that would put me at at 167. Wow. Yeah, so like, oh, like I, I think, said, I, I, still think to a, I
3: think that's too much.
1: <laughs> it, trust me, it isn't. Um, okay. But but yeah, it, so that that's kind of the goal. But I mean, if I can get close to that, because I know, I mean, as an adult, I was thin-ish once for a very short period of time. And at that point, I got down to 188.
2: Was- See, I'm going the other direction, because I uh, found out while Christmas shopping, because my family, I'm very picky about clothing and they like to take me to just go get the clothes and i found out that i am a 2x guy in literally everything okay on during my time off i have always been a 1x guy i've been a 1x guy since i was 17 years old oh this old. is bad
3: news for my gift
2: <laughs> is it a 1x yeah it might still fit it yeah. might not yeah some of those what? you you can't necessarily tell what was
3: why were you like fronting in there you, it might fit
2: it might not yeah, you know <laughs> it might it might not i don't know I did tell a whole lot of people, because uh, I think I've already said most of my Christmas was all clothing this year, uh, that, hey, I love what you ordered me on Amazon, but it's not going to fit. Can you get one size bigger for me? Bro, lose some weight, though. This is custom made. I can't send it back. All right. I'll hit the gym tonight. Anyway, sorry, Grayson. Go ahead. Uh, I, I don't off. remember where we were. Oh, yeah. Uh, just talking about,
1: yeah. So at, at 188, I was. I looked Okay. To me, you know, and it's yeah. all about
3: what I look like to me.
1: I mean, I don't know yeah, whatever. D- anybody d- it doesn't else
3: matter is. what the scale says. How do you, right? How do you see yourself in the mirror? Yeah. Are you, so are you okay with it? And if you're okay with it, then who cares what other people think?
1: Right. Exactly. And right now, I'm I'm just not. Not yet. Anyways, you're not. You're so. not. You're not where you want to be. No. Okay. But I'm, I'm a lot closer than I was. I mean, I was just, I was talking about 2X. I was at 3X and pushing it at that. So, uh, yeah, now... Well, and,
3: and I can remember, I hope I'm not talking too inside baseball yeah, whatever. here. Whatever. <laughs> but, but at the beginning of my uh, recent life falling apart journey, mm-hmm. uh, I remember you coming over to my house. Yeah. Because you were concerned. And so was I. Uh, and I remember we visited for like two hours and... At one point, you said, I'm too heavy. I need to start losing weight. Yep. And I said, well, why don't you just start walking or something? And you're like, I, and, and then you, you told me some story about how you can't do, like, long-form cardiovascular. Oh, yeah, because I was, I was way too heavy. It was just, I mean, walking up a flight of stairs, I would lose my weight. And then, then, and then you told me that lifting weights was never your thing. It drove mm-hmm. drove you crazy. It bored you to death. Um, I mean, that was just six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah, this you, look at you now.
1: This well, I mean, yeah, and and it was surgery. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of this is is due to that. So, but uh, yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm, uh, but it's uh, yeah, it started in true like right around then. Probably July was when i started to because you have to diet first. B- before well, around July is when my life started falling right. apart. Uh, and but yeah, you have to diet before you do the surgery, and then so I did that and. It's just kind of continued. Well, good for you, man. Thank you. Good. Um, we, yeah, we had talked briefly in the last hour, and I just kind of threw it out for you to to kind of ponder for a minute of who would be on your comedy Mount Rushmore. Because I know you're a fan. Love comedy. Um, and, and we lost one of mine today because Tommy Smothers of the Smothers Brothers, even though their show... By the time I was old enough to be aware enough for comedy to even make sense to me, you know, like four or five years old and you start getting like rudimentary jokes and things like that. They were at the end of their run. Right. But I went back because my dad was a fan and watched a lot of those old uh, Smothers Brothers comedy hours. It was brilliant. And Tommy was an absolutely amazing comedian, also a vintner, by the way. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, he had uh, a winery that I think they started in like 1994 in Napa Valley. And very successful at that as well. But that, I mean, you look at the people that came out of that. Bob Osborne, who uh, (laughs) was, what's his real last name? Super Dave Osborne. Bob Einstein uh, was started as, he was Officer Judy on that show. Um, David Brenner. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, Sally Struthers. Who, who was on All in the Family. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I, I mean, it was just an incredible uh, cadre of brilliant comedians. And, you know, without the Smothers Brothers, we wouldn't have had that. And you asked me earlier,
3: who is on your Mount Who's Rushmore on, yeah. of comedians? Yep. Whew. I know. I didn't say it was an easy question because there's so many. See, and, and, and there, there's no right or wrong answer. Well, there could be wrong I want to see how many we have in common. Uh, <laughs> I only have one current. Okay. Um,
1: uh, So do I, by
3: the way. That's I, funny. I, well, one guy on there, two are dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, One is still alive, but past his prime. Yeah. And another is in his prime. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yep. Here's my Mount Rushmore of comedians. And strangely, a woman did not make the list. Okay. Well, not that strange, because for a long time, there weren't very well, many. There weren't a lot, yeah. Uh, George Carlin. Yep. He's who, on mine. He's He's on my Mount Rushmore. I think he's the greatest comedian of all time. Eddie Murphy made my list. Okay. You're going to disagree with this one. Sam Kinnison made my list. Oh,
1: I I don't disagree with that at all. I think he's not on my Mount Rushmore, but Sam Kinison was a brilliant comic. Sa-
3: Sam Kinison uh is the is the comedian who got me into comedy. Okay. Uh and Bill Burr. Oh, okay. Interesting. I love
1: Bill Burr. He's yeah, I, again, I wouldn't argue with any of those. Mine first of all goes back a little farther. Um because yeah, my my three who are now dead are George Carlin, uh, Tommy Smothers, as I said a minute ago, Groucho Marx, mm. and I mean without Groucho, the twentieth century comedy is boring. And uh, currently, Patton Oswald. I I think Patton okay, Oswalt I, I'm is, fine. That, is I, that's a great p- that's movie. a great pick. The and my only alternate, I guess, the one that I would wrestle with. There's, not o- there's, having o- him on there's there. there's only four spots. Mel Brooks. I mean, and you went old school. I know, <laughs> yeah, but but that's this. I think you and I have that in common too. That we we appreciate a lot of humor that happened before we were born, and music too. Mm-hmm. So, oh sure, sure, um, yeah. I, I just, and I I don't think as much of that happens now. And I'm not I'm not going to sit here and dog Generation Z and, and the Millennials, because it's like it's pathetic and over overdone anyway. But Sam, do you feel like that? I mean, do you feel like well, you like stuff that was made 20 years previous no, no, to you being born? No, can,
3: can I disagree with you for a minute? Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, we, we were playing, I was telling you, Maya and I were playing ping pong on uh, Christmas night down in the basement, mm-hmm. right? just having time of our lives laughing. You know, we weren't keeping score. We were just playing. And she said, Dad, do you mind if I play some of my music? I'm like, yeah, no problem. I, you know, I'm I'm always open for that. Learn some new music. I I actually think that the music of today is is pretty good. Oh, I don't disagree with that. No, yeah. But I I, I think what the kids listen
1: to is good music. Wh- what I was saying though is I don't think that we've done as good a job uh, introducing them to our stuff. Because, I mean, like I was saying with Sam, do you feel like you have an appreciation for a lot of comedy and music and movies and things like that that are 20 years older than you
2: are? I absolutely do have that appreciation, but I do feel like an anomaly in that because I will quote movies that my friends have never even heard of. See, But
3: but we'll be in the car with the kids and we'll have it on some 80s radio station
2: Mm -hmm.
3: and they'll know the, the lyrics to every song.
1: My kids did too because of the the video game. Uh, was it Rockstar? Yeah, Rockstar. Yeah, <laughs> they, they got a lot of introductions to that, not only from me but from that but, as but, well.
3: You know, we'll we'll put on like
2: Rock Band,
1: Rock, Rock band. band, yeah, yeah Rock like band, Rockstar. I would never had yeah. Rockstar,
3: Rock Band. That's right.
1: Rockstar was the gaming company that gave us. Yes, uh, they were GTA. Yeah, that's right. but
3: but like if if Jump by Van Halen came on the radio, yeah, my kids would know the lyrics. Okay, or at least the chorus.
2: Uh huh. Uh, good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, um, but I mean, to your point, John, I think a lot of that is having uh, personalized uh, devices. So, like, yeah. the Walkman was your guys's personalized device. Well, even it it wasn't around a lot when you were growing up. But for pe- people who were born in the 80s, how
1: old do you think I am? I was 12. He, he's <laughs> he's only
2: he's out. only a year older than I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I picture the Walkman in the 90s. No, that was that was early 80s. Oh. See, I don't know. I was born in 97. My apologies. That's all right. But the point that I'm trying to make is... <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what
3: year did he think the Walkman came out? The, I, 90s? the 90s? I thought it was yeah. in the 90s. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, the cassette version came out in the early 80s, yeah, and then the CD
2: version came out in the 90s. Yep. Pardon me. I will walk my 97-born <laughs> butt back it, into the okay. studio. It's Better let me uh, <laughs> The point that I was trying to make, though, is that now kids have cell phones at 8, 9 years old. Yeah. They pop the AirPods in. They're not listening to van halen's jump in the car
3: no right. but mom and dad made him listen to it when they were driving to school yeah and that's why they know the song
2: yeah
1: but i mean i you know when i was when i was growing up first of all reruns were a lot more common i know there there are tv stations now that still play the old reruns but like on the tv well, stations but we were
3: limited to the number of stations that were available right and, and about half of them were playing reruns exactly Yeah, and when we got home
1: from school what did we see? We, the monsters, The monsters, Gilligan's Island, uh, Gomer Pyle, USMC, uh, The Andy Griffith Show, On Night and three On and On, Sons, on which Leave was, It to Beaver. Which was at that point 30 and 40 years old, you know? So th- those those shows went back to the 50s and 60s. And wow. yet that was our entertainment. So we we were a lot more attuned to it because we saw it every day.
3: 913 586 586 7798, here on Dana and Parks. So Swift Nation is all aflutter over what appeared to be a hickey on Travis Kelsey's neck (gasps) when the Chiefs played the New England Patriots on December 17th. Eagle-eyed fans noticed (laughs) that Travis Kelsey seemingly had a dark red love mark on his neck in some of the photos from the game, which have since made their rounds on social media. Yeah, there's no
2: other way that a football player could possibly have a mark on his neck. Right. I mean, like the pads don't ever hit your neck or anything. Yeah. Or it could, could be a hickey.
3: And if it is, good for Travis. Way to go, man. Uh, one person writing, though, it wasn't there during warm-up. It, it's a scrape from the game. Come on, guys. Are we 12? <laughs>
2: the, the fact answer, that we're caring this much about this the answer means is yes. yes.
3: Uh-huh. Big time. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, either way, like like we said, good for Travis. Um, I, I love doing visual
3: things on the air, so I'm, I'm going to show I, I this actually, to you. But by the way, I actually don't mind it because I believe I do believe in theater, theater of the mind. Absolutely, and, and I think you can do that on radio.
1: I'm going to show you a photograph of a car, and I want you to describe this to the best of your ability. It's it's a car that that has a corporate sponsorship for Slim Jim. Uh, it's a sports car. It's a Nissan. It's one of the the Z cars.
3: Okay, yeah, it, it, it looks like one of those Z model cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a two door. Yeah. It is orange and yellow, uh, mostly orange up front, yellow on the side panels and toward the back, and it clearly is an advertisement for Slim Jim. And could be seen from space. I mean, <laughs> this car. You are. Th- there's no question what
1: product they're advertising. D- thank you. Yes. So, what the reason why this car made news is it was stolen. Don't you know? Of course. It was was stolen in Los Angeles. They were going to do a video shoot uh, that I believe had something to do with professional wrestling. uh, But I could be wrong on that. They were going to do some kind of video shoot where they were going to use this car as a centerpiece. Obviously sponsored by Slim Jim. But the car was stolen. They found it in Chicago. Where was it stolen from? Los Angeles. How did that car... Make it from from Los Angeles to Chicago and nobody, I 70 and nobody was able to spot it along the way because I mean, this has got to be among the like five most recognizable cars in humanity. Uh,
3: I I can answer that question very, very quickly Uh because most people don't realize that it's stolen. Oh, okay. So they didn't do a good enough job publicizing it. If you're driving, let's say you're driving I 70 from Denver to Kansas City, yeah, okay. Which presumably they probably did if they ended up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And you're just driving down the road and you get passed by a hot rod that has Slim Jim painted all over it. Yeah, You're just going to think that's a Slim Jim car and they're headed to their next promotion and name the next big city down the road. Like seeing the Wienermobile yeah. while, while you're out driving you, on you, I, I mean, 70. You'd be like, oh, wow, that's weird. But you wouldn't think oh, wow, that's stolen, or any more than you would the Goodyear blimp if it was flying overhead. Yeah, right. You wouldn't think it was stolen. Like the movie Two Minute Warning. Um, Yeah, but I guess
1: for you and me, that's true. Would you not alert the cops... If you were Slim Jim and your, like, $80,000 automobile was stolen. Well, yes, and, and I, so, yes of
3: course I was.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, not that there might have been a nationwide APB out, but it's still a little stunning that something that's that just easy to spot made it that many states away. Did, did they ever find it? Uh, yeah, they did. They uh, they found it in Chicago. Uh, now, some of, they said, and they didn't say how much, there's no picture of the after, but they said some of the promotional wrap had been removed. So it may not have looked entirely like that for the entire trip.
2: Oh, huh. they were trying to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or, you know, it's a sweet shop, ride. Shop it. Have oh, you yeah. seen the picture? They're cool. Oh, yeah. Those 370s E's are nice. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a nice
1: car.
3: So, yeah. Poor Slim Jim. They'll have to rewrap their car. Uh, Tyrod is in. Tommy is out. The um, Cinderella story of Tommy DeVito with the New York Giants apparently is coming to an end. Ah, uh, not surprising. Yeah. A Cinderella oh. story. Uh, That is the way it will be on Sunday when the Giants face the Rams at MetLife Stadium. Tyrod Taylor will now be starting at quarterback for the Giants, replacing Tommy DeVito. I like that guy. That is the word from Coach Brian uh, Dable, who made the announcement today prior to putting his team through a walkthrough practice. DeVito started on Christmas Day against the Eagles. Uh, That turned out to be a disaster. It was his sixth consecutive start. He completed nine of 16 passes for 55 yards. The Giants trailed at halftime 20-3. to
1: Didn't go terribly well for him, yeah. I mean, who knows? The NFL loves a good comeback story like we all do, so, I mean, it's not over for him. But, yeah, I always liked Tyrod Taylor, and not just because he played for the Bills, which he did, but uh, I always thought he was a talented guy, and just if he could find the right spot could really make some noise, but... I mean, I don't think the New York Giants are the right spot. I was going to say,
2: with DeVito, what did they think he was going to do? Take yeah. dirt and turn it into gold? Right. What? <laughs> wow. They're not a good football <laughs> they team. They're not good this year.
3: Yeah. 913-586-7798, 586-7798. John Grayson and for Dana Wright here on KMBZ.
1: Scott, I uh got a question for you. I, I know that you were in Germany as oh, a God. As, as a teen. This is not a Germany question. I just want to know at what age did you move there? Thirteen. You were thirteen, okay. So prior to that, when you were here, you were Leavenworth, right?
3: Fort Hood, Texas, prior uh, to that.
1: Oh, okay. All right. It, did did you do any like little league sports? Of course was I did Okay. What would you play?
3: Uh football and baseball and soccer.
1: Wow, three sport guy. Look at this. Huh? Well, not so, at the
3: same time. Well, yeah, I
1: know the scenes <laughs> don't run at the same. year. He, he's playing three games at once. That's amazing. He's,
3: he's, a, he's incredible. He's <laughs> so down there,
1: prime. <laughs> yeah. um, no, the reason I ask is because the the one of my favorite scenes in um in, in in the movie Dazed and Confused is the baseball game scene, the little league baseball game scene, because they show at the end of it the kids in the line and they're all going good game. Good game, good game, and right. they seem so completely <laughs> bored. Yeah, and and <laughs> nobody ever took that seriously. We all did it, but it was you know it was just the same thing. Yeah, good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and that brings me to a stop the planet because in Canada, you're, you're getting off. It was just announced, yes, by the governing body of the Canadian province of Newfoundland and Labrador, that they have banned. Post game handshakes in the minor leagues banned them because of a string of altercations that have happened during the post game handshakes. Really? Yes, yeah, slap shot come to life. That you know, the guys are going on the uh, good game, good game. Pow! Pow! Right and the kisser. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You so shake with the right swing with the left. What I, do you? I on. mean, we, when the Canadians who are famous for being the most polite human beings on the planet have to cancel the post game handshakes because of altercations that are going on after the game ends and they said from now on immediately when the game ends that the refs are going to separate the two teams and you know and point them toward their own tunnels that that's it get off the ice and if you don't you're
2: going to be penalized and you could be suspended is it assault in the post game handshake because it's obviously <laughs> yeah. not assault when you're decking the guy well, while ha- the clock is still ticking. There have been, though.
1: There there have been at least twice in the, really? NH- in the NHL. There have been cases that went to court, both of them in Canada, for incidents so what that happened, happened on, the, on ice. the ice. Yeah, Donald Brashear. The Donald Brashear incident was one of them, where he got tomahawked from behind. Um, was he the
3: black player? Yes. Okay.
1: And, and that one, and I don't remember the disposition on it, but I do remember that that one went to court, that there was an assault charge filed. So... I, I mean, it's just mm. for, for the minors, it's like, whoa, uh, you know, if they can't keep themselves under control and it's just uh, it's more evidence that we can't. To me, it's it's another but, but, thing but, that but, we just can't control ourselves. But, but
3: Let me ask you this. And, and I'm all for good sportsmanship. Yeah. And, you know, recognizing that, you know, they came out and they played you hard and fair. Blah, blah, blah. But why even at the youth level? do we still insist on the post game handshake I mean, <laughs> because during covid yeah you know and i i coached soccer youth soccer up until last fall um the well not this pre previous fall but the a year ago and during covid the way that we worked out the post game handshake was that the teams you know the parent we keep the parents on one side of the field the two teams stay on one side of the field right? okay and at the end of the game, as we're walking off, we just kind of look at each other. Everybody raises their right hand. We go, good game. And we just walk off and go home. So
1: it's not the line of good game, We're not doing
3: the line anymore. Yeah. It's just everybody lines up on, near their bench. You look across to the other side, and you just go, good game. Show of respect. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all Thanks here on the field. Out. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. We'll kick your ass next time.
2: <laughs> but I think the handshake is you. more of a sign of, okay, we're just going back to reality now. Like, don't trip me in the parking lot in soccer. Yeah, you got away with that trip on the pitch. Uh, Don't do it in the parking lot. Game's over. Now we're just people. But see, see,
3: what I like that they do in professional soccer is they shake hands before the game. Oh, okay. And then after the game, you know, I hate you. You hate me. You trip me. I'm going to kick you in your face next time we meet. Uh, but we're going home for now. We're going to go
1: back into the locker room and cool off and then yeah, everybody's going to go, go I'll home. I'll see you in about
3: three weeks and mm. I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's disappointing, I guess,
1: that this is why we can't have nice things is because nobody can keep themselves under control.
2: Well, you guys saw the brawl break out. I think it was over the last weekend or the weekend before. I, I don't know what game it was, but they were on the field celebrating. The entire team was spread out. And somebody from the losing team—it might have been a bowl game, actually—came <laughs> uh, onto the field and decked the guy in the back of the head. Wow! <laughs> one guy came out. The whole winning team is still on the field. I mean, it didn't go well for the one guy. I
1: was going to say you've almost got to yeah. give him a little bit of respect for the. I'm Cole not Youngs. even mad. i I'm he? Oh <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: that's a gutsy play. He's got
1: to be right out there with you. What was the the game where they the guy ran for the touchdown through the band? Remember they, they always. Oh, that was
3: uh, Doug Flutie. <laughs> was it really? From it was uh, it was Cal Ber- Berkeley, and it would have been Boston College, right? Because he was a BCE. Yeah, he
1: was
2: BC. Okay, yeah, it was a bowl game. It was Eastern Michigan and South Alabama. Oh, where oh, the like guy that- ran through the band? No, no, no. Where this punch happened? Oh, where the punch was? Okay. Uh, so Eastern Michigan had lost the game. South Alabama was on the field doing some I don't know, rah rah we won South- thing. South Alabama is a school. Yeah. Like, they, they actually have that. Oh, We're, we're South Alabama. You you've never we're,
1: heard of South we're Alabama? the fighting room fresheners of South Alabama. No, I've never heard of that. I, I didn't know that was a real school.
3: Oh. I
1: don't mean to insult anybody who went to South Alabama. That's I just, right. you know, usually I hear college teams that I've heard before. That's a new one on me. I a. beg your
3: pardon. I stand corrected. Um, it was not Boston College, and Doug Flutie was not in that game. It was Cal Berkeley versus Stanford. Oh, okay. 19, well, had, 1982.
1: Yeah, one of the teams. Um. So, yeah, well done there. Yeah, Doug Flutie was the Hail Mary. That's, yeah, that's, that's the right. one highlight that's right. that he always that's gets right.
3: shown yeah. from his it, career. It, it was Stanford, Cal Berkeley, 1982. Okay. Why did did they run
1: onto the field? It was an interception. So the the teams were all down at the other end of the field.
3: November 20th, 1982.
1: And if I remember right, they were getting ready for halftime. So they had marched the band into the end zone because the other team was way the heck down there. And then it was an interception or a
2: fumble that was returned for a touchdown, and the guy had to run through the band to get there. It's an awesome play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about how there's too many bowl games because we have South Alabama and Eastern Michigan in a bowl game? (laughs) bowl game. (laughs) (laughs) Can can we also – and I don't mean
3: to sound like an old man. Money, money, money. Can can I just say what everybody was thinking last night?
2: Can we not play bowl games at 8 o'clock at night? Uh, you don't sound like an old man because I went to bed at halftime. So did we. Yeah. We were in bed at halftime.
3: And granted, we, we, we had like one eye open. You, uh-huh. know, you, you know how you watch TV at like 10 o'clock at night? And KU's winning, and they're winning pretty well. And I'm like, well, I'm done. Are you done? She's like, yeah. And I just turn the TV off. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't until this morning I wake up to find out what what the score was. I I just it, it, to, yeah I know. Can, can we not start bowl games at eight o'clock at night if you don't mind?
1: Especially if it's not on a week like a weekday night. If it's a Tuesday night going into a Wednesday where everybody's yeah, going to be at if, work. If it's Saturday night, then you can stay up. Yeah, right. But, but, you know, that, that is a little silly. Uh, well, hey, ESPN, we have lives. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and to Sam's point about there being too many bowl games, what got me, when they started, like, sponsoring every single one of them to where they now have a corporate logo w- What do you mean, guaranteed rate bowl? Yeah, right. Exactly. Insight.com bowl. Back when Insight.com still existed. Uh yeah, I mean, some of the names of them I understand, like the Tostitos Sugar Bowl. People sit there and eat Tostitos while they're watching the game. It's but it's still, still called the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, but it, you know, having a corporate logo on that one doesn't bother me. But yeah, when when it becomes the entire identity of the right. bowl game, so
3: I I'm with you on this, John. I don't I don't mind a corporate sponsorship on a an existing bowl game. Yeah, but when it's the Outback Bowl, right, or the Guaranteed Rate. <laughs>
2: Dot com bowl, or here's one for you avocados from Mexico cure bowl. That is no. one name. Stop it. Avocados, avocados from, from Mexico, Mexico, Mexico cure. cure bowl. Yeah,
1: no, let's not do that. I mean, yeah, have <laughs> what was there? Was the sugar bowl, the gator bowl, the orange bowl, peach bowl, the peach bowl, blue bonnet bowl, right? Well, there's another corporation for you. No, that,
3: that was not a corporate. Oh, was, was a, that not for no, the butter? The blue, the blue bonnet bowl was out of Texas.
2: Oh, okay. So it had nothing to do with margin. No. Gotcha. We had the salad bowl from 47 to 55. It was called the salad, <laughs> the salad, bowl. salad bowl. Was it really? Yep. Sponsored
1: by salad. Salad. <laughs> Buy salad where you work or bank. Uh, I'm
3: just riffing now.
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's fine. <laughs>
3: uh, 913-586-7798-586-7798. John Grayson in for Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks, here on KMBZ. By the way, uh, K-State is playing in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Oh, boy. Pop-Tarts don't come in a bowl. That's silly. It's too much.
2: <laughs> really.
3: How do you, do you... Do you have any feelings about Piers Morgan. Mm, not since he left American television five years ago. Did you have any feelings about him then? Wasn't overly impressed. I thought yeah. he was an okay interviewer. Um, better than me, but not great. He always seemed a little snotty to me. Okay. I don't know why. Maybe it's the British thing. But <laughs> but
1: yeah, I mean, I I know a lot of people who can't stand him. And I know what? a few people, oh, I don't know, they, because people need a hobby, I guess. And I know a few people who really love him. I was kind of in that same ground where you are, where it's like, eh, yeah, Piers Morgan, whatever. But uh, in case you are among the haters of Piers Morgan, we now have a new way to really upset him. Apparently, there is, there is a trend happening online that he is losing his ever-loving mind about. Um, there was a movie that came out many, many years ago called Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I remember. Did you ever see the movie? I, I never saw Home Alone 1 or 2. I, I I think I saw 1 in the theater. I don't think I ever saw 2. But there was a character in that movie who went by the moniker The Pigeon Lady. And I, I have in front of you, Scott, a picture of The Pigeon Lady from yes. Home Alone 2. Yes, you do. Uh, there are folks who believe that she bears a more than passing resemblance to Piers Morgan. And somebody and I and I won't say they're wrong, <laughs> based on that photograph. Uh, that does look a little bit like Piers Morgan in drag. It isn't, but it kind of looks like him. So, okay, uh, it, it, somebody posted online on the twitters. That, uh, you know, something along the lines of, hey, Piers, I would love to hear you talk about your experience making Home Alone 2. And he lost his mind.
3: What do you mean, lost his
1: mind? It was just very upset that somebody would uh, would assume, first of all, that that was him in drag. And second, that he would deign to do something as as base and pedestrian as, acting? as as acting in home alone 2 <laughs> so yeah if you if you really can't stand piers morgan you send him a little fan letter and say hey G- i really loved you in home alone 2 uh, by the way enjoy being not on american television anymore wow <laughs> It's not me. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but for folks who are the, of a mind. The things that
3: people get worked up
1: about. I, I know, right? <laughs> Man. Makes you wonder how many times he's heard that over the years and is just up to here with it.
3: Uh, all that Mariah Carey wanted for Christmas this year apparently did not include Brian Tanaka. On Tuesday, Tanaka, a dancer, shared on social media that he and the superstar singer have parted ways. Oh, no. After seven years. Were, were they dating? Is that For a, seven years. Ah, Okay. Seven years, yeah. Uh, Tanaka writing on Instagram, and I quote, with mixed emotions, I share this personal update regarding my amicable separation from Mariah Carey. After seven extraordinary years together, if they were that extraordinary, you would not be getting separated. (laughs) Our decision to embark on different paths is mutual. Lie. And as we navigate these separate journeys, we do so with profound respect and an overwhelming sense of gratitude for the invaluable time that we've shared. Lie. The memories we've created and the artistic collaborations are etched in my heart forever. He is 40. They started dating in 2016.
2: All she wants for Christmas is not
3: him. Yeah, really. Somebody, You know, that's another thing somebody pointed
1: out to me over the weekend. Do you realize what a slam that song is? What what do you mean? All I want for Christmas is you? What's the first line in that song? I don't want a lot for Christmas. Right. Oh, you're not a lot. Exactly. Oh, wow. Right? It's kind of an insult. It's it's like, yeah, I don't want a lot for Christmas. You'll do. You're fine. <laughs> it's like, ouch, man, Mariah, that's harsh. Mm. Because I hadn't thought about it that <laughs> way. I I hadn't either. So you're not alone. Well, I guess he ain't that much. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. Now we know why. Maybe she was thinking about him when he, when she wrote that line. And he finally got he figured it out. See, that's what it is. That's our conspiracy theory. He figured out that she was insulting him, and, and then just
2: got mad. Oh, they have to rewrite the 2023 list of top conspiracy theories. <laughs> Because that's number one. Hey, uh, did 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 you hear about the big doings in
1: Tennessee? No, what's going on? Well, according to the folks at Yahoo News, uh, a hospital received a Christmas morning surprise in the form of a wayward beaver. Oh, yes. Uh, the Tennessee State Police said a quote huge beaver was found hiding under a piano at the you know like beavers do uh, hiding under a piano at the St. Francis Hospital lounge when officers found it. The Bartlett County uh, Department said in a news release the animal was, quote, probably looking to nom-nom. Sorry? The the animal was probably looking to nom-nom on a Christmas tree. What's nom-nom? That's eat, like nom-nom-nom-nom-nom. Like gnaw? No, 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 well, yeah, sort of. But uh, that was in an official police news release. They used the term nom-nom.
3: Is that a real word? On a Christmas tree. N-O-M? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's like a gamer thing, like nom-nom-nom-nom-nom. Yeah, it's it's like the noise you make while you're eating. Um, Officer Rob Reed found the animal shortly before 7 a.m. at the hospital, reached out and grabbed it. He reached out and grabbed the beaver, then put it in a large black okay. <laughs> a large black cart, according to police. The animal was safely relocated to an undisclosed location. So they're trying to protect the beaver's identity.
3: Why can't you tell us where you took the beaver? I, <laughs> I didn't take the beaver.
1: Uh, no, well, Somebody took the beaver. I know. Uh, no beavers or officers were injured, a spokesperson for the police department told McClatchy News. Well, thank God. They don't know how the beaver got into the hospital, but the entrance doors are in fact automatic. So all it had to do was walk trip, up trip to them. The and,
3: yeah. Can, can I just say one thing that I think a lot of people are thinking? Sure. Okay. I'm all for police departments trying to get creative and be funny. Yeah. And a lot of them have been. Uh-huh. Lawrence Police
2: was the pinnacle for a while.
3: Lawrence Police was legit. Yes. Legit funny. Okay. Liber- or not Liberty. Excelsior Springs has. Has their moments where they're pretty funny every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Not
2: often you get a high-speed chase with a mobile home. Not every day. (laughs) Take advantage. It it doesn't happen every day. That's right. That's how we do it, Excelsior Springs. But
3: just because you're a police department does not mean you're a comedian. No. True enough. And sometimes you have to leave the jokes to the professionals. Yeah. Um, Let the people who are actually funny tell the jokes. It's a good idea. Lawrence Police, you guys are funny legit well,
2: ha- funny have you noticed they dialed back though after yes. that tweet coming out saying we're sorry we called the guy a criminal we don't know yet
3: that was like a year ago yeah 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 they oh, dialed wow. that one back <laughs> <laughs> quick break for the news hey thanks for coming in man. great it's fun oh, brother always great having you in thank you thanks john- you very much for asking oh Yo, thank you john grayson in for dana wright she is back on tuesday of next week sam stevie and i continue after the news here on Dana and Parks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing
1: new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.